Hello everyone and welcome to the debug log episode 26. In this episode, we made a summary of what we considered the most important news from GDC 2016. We covered from Unity's brand new developer certificate to PlayStation VR announcements. If you want to know more about the most important event in the game development industry in 2016, keep listening to the debug log episode 26. Check, 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 check. Shut it. Mate. <laughs> Hello, check, check, one, two, three, Bob. Yo, 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 ha, ha, ha. Yo. <sighs> that sigh. <laughs> <sighs> This guy, yeah, this guy is with the testing, oh my god. You're listening to The Debug Log, a podcast about Unity game development. My name's Andrew Curry. I'm Albino Parra. I'm Zach Schneider. I'm Ryan Kilgore. And I'm Eduardo Castillo Fernandez. And this week, we are doing a... Last week, we did a rapid-fire roundup, the new format. We hope you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't listen to that, check it out. Uh, and this this week is going to be a little bit similar just because GDC just happened this past week. And you're listening to this two years from now, it's not going to matter, but <laughs> GDC just happened. <laughs> and, the, and we didn't even think about doing an episode on it, but there's a lots, lots of cool Unity news and just VR news in general, so we thought we'd... Do a quick, just a quick bonus little wrap up of what happened in your neck of the woods, guys, in San Francisco last week. Yeah, so which is actually horrible because I don't think either one of us got to attend anything <laughs> no. in GDC. So that was really Working the whole time, depressing. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I kept seeing people walk, drive by. I was like, hey, I'm on my way to GDC. And then they would just wave and you know, laugh at me <laughs> or whatever. They threw trash on you. Exactly. <laughs> Beat it, bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they ran in the puddle, all the water sprays up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too funny. All right. Well, the one, I think it was on Tuesday, uh, Unity held a press conference and they streamed it live. So we, I saw, uh, and we saw some of this out still on the East Coast. And the first thing they announced is that they have a 5.4 beta. They had a stable version of whatever the new one is now, but... Five point four, yeah. <laughs> I guess it would be five point three, <laughs> and and part of that is that one of the big. There's a lot of changes and a lot of fixes. That, uh, I don't know Zach saw a bunch of animation fixes, but one of the big things is graphical improvements, right? Oh yeah. So you just have to see their their new demo. It's called uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. It looks awesome. I mean, just if you can see that the eyes of the robot, it's look. It's impressive. Yeah, what they did was they, I think they they got a lot of uh, or they packaged a whole bunch of was it a lot of camera and you know graphical particle like, effect stuff. Yeah, particle effect tools, and they wrapped it all up, and you can it's all downloadable now, so you can just go on their website and download those. Uh, well, like I don't know, it was like different lens flares. It was like I don't know, they had so many like fog effects, like, I think um, you know volumetric fog effects, and then they just announced that you know it's easy for third party developers to create these kind of tools, integrate really nicely with Unity's uh, graphical pa- pipeline. So that's one of their main improvements, just making it really easy for third party you know developers to integrate their own tools in for like camera and for whatever graphic tools they want to implement. So that's one of the main things they were talking about there, and just in, they showcased it in that uh, Adam video, which was really really amazing. And, you know, the ability to have, like, I think he's, I can't remember what they were saying on that. It was, like, they had, like, 400 or something, like, 100 different robots rendered in that screen. And, that like, uh, 
and just like how much how much graphic power they were able to like push on that one scene. Um, I can't remember. It's just you have to definitely watch that little uh, roundup or talk they did about the graphical improvements, which was really impressive. I will say this. It was awesome. It was awesome. We mentioned this. <laughs> we mentioned this at their last there. I'm sorry, guys. I'm losing my voice. If you guys notice um, and their last uh, demo, they had that blacksmith demo. <laughs> we were watching like this is pretty dark. And then this one I watched. I was like, <laughs> guys, somebody's I mean, they're yeah. awesome. They're, they're very but they, they don't shy away from like really deep themes like this one's about what it is to be a human and this guy is freaking out and he's ripping off his skin i was like what it's like it's awesome but it makes you think too can we get a puppy dog every once in a while yeah exactly (laughs) well we did we did get that little sexy scientist i guess Uh, he was also yeah yeah Yeah. Oh, that yeah, it's nice. <laughs> lounging on, on his chair, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good look for Unity, Pierre. Seriously. <laughs> that's what we need. We need jumpsuits like that. All right, that's what we're going to do. You see us at Unite next year. All right, moving on. Uh, I'm going to save this one until the end because that's the most interesting one. They One of the things they introduced is something called Unity Collaborate. I think this is their like round two at trying to get version control working. Right, because it wasn't it. Yeah. The, didn't the team server do something like that before? The asset uh, yeah, but server? This, this, asset yeah. Server? yeah, yeah, but this is this is a little bit different. It's like a this little more, colla- yeah, a little more collaboration and not just syncing the project. So the, yeah, it does do the syncing of the project. So you can share your project. So it's a cloud based system. So you know you're pushing all your code and project to the cloud. You can add new participants or new members to your group, uh, so they can sync down and, and pull your project from anywhere in the world. So. And you're uh, syncing moments, like prefab, like individual objects and stuff, right? That are like, yeah. like you're like, oh, being a edited this prefab, sync it. You're like, okay, cool, I'll do that. Exactly. So it's yeah, just their own flip version control, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's an. I wonder how powerful that'll be, and if that'll actually get people to use. I mean, like in for an indie setup, that's pretty neat because then it's like a no, you know, there's no setup, and if it works, it it's an answer to that. I just wonder if it'll be powerful enough to com- like compete with Git or Perforce or. Yeah, whatever and I, other solutions. And I think for yeah, for their beta right now, I think it's the team size is I think for fifteen people. So it's it, it is really tailored towards or you know tailored for the small indie developer, not really some huge studio. And I think I, I think you just go on their website. Was it collaborate I can't remember. What is that website? Oh, we'll we'll Unity3D.com slash services slash collaborate. Perfect. Thank you, Eduardo. Yeah, you just yeah, go there so and, and the you also you also have to have like yeah, you have to have your Unity ID to you know register. So you have to have that's one of the requirements. So you register that way, and then they would send you an invite if you're accepted into the beta program. But yeah, you it's know, good for 15 po- people, and seems really cool. Yeah, and I honestly, I think a good benefit there maybe is like you know it's it's in their environment. So I know I've had trouble in the past with using other source control solutions, and you know just sort of Unity's way of doing things like with meta files and things like that. Sometimes you know the other source control just doesn't handle it as well. You know I'll just get you know things will get stomped, meta files will get mangled. Sometimes I don't know, but anyway, I bet that them having that there will prevent a lot of the problems I've seen with just like you know trying to maintain some of the assets and their associations exactly that's true yeah yeah i'm, I'm just reading in their website in the frequent um uh, frequently asked questions and they say that uh you would collaborate better participants will get up to 15 gigabytes of storage oh, yeah. but I will, yeah an unlimited number of projects but i would like to see how well they handle like big projects uh, you know in in 
GitHub is what one gigabyte or two gigabytes. Um, I wonder if they're even, but I mean, I wonder if they're project. even trying to compete with that though, because I mean, like a big studio, sometimes they make their own thing or even like Unity is so extensible and if a big studio is using it, sometimes they hook in their, all their own things. This stuff, I wonder if they're just trying to solve this for the indie team working on something because it, it totally does that. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it sounds well. like it is. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. it is tailored specifically for the indie dev and for small teams. Um, and make it easier to like share files because you know that that's maybe something people aren't really familiar with, like setting up version control or setting some system to handle all pushes from people who may be re- working remotely. So this is like helping to you know ease that burden for the indie developer. I think. Yeah, yeah because, because even I'm, like with the cloud build services like that too. Because I think we looked into the, using it at work, but it was the size of some of our projects made that prohibitive. Like we couldn't, you know, it's like a couple gigs or a gig limit. And so, so I, I, it's it's built for like those indie devs making a fun mobile game or something. Like, I hey, just push it up there, your 200 meg game. So exactly, yeah. No, I'm glad that I, they are doing this because it's a way to standardize the version control that indie uh, studios use. I mean, they can use whatever they want, but if Unity has it integrated, it's a lot better. Yeah. So it, yeah, I think it, all of the things that they really announced at GDC were kind of just emphasizing their whole was this their tag or slow their slogan services of, yeah. of democratizing you know game development and that, i think that that's mm-hmm. what collaborate is doing and you know you know even like the graphic improvements everything they've really pushed for is really doing just that so well and they're also i mean this is something we all need to dive in more because we haven't really used it as much with these services like collaborate is now another one of them but yeah how they have their analytics or the analytics thing they showed some new features and this is one feature i saw that was neat i guess they build the data from all the people that are in analytics and just off models but you can actually put in your game requirements say like well i need a gig of ram and it's gonna be an android and it'll show you that the distribution of devices and which device the android devices it'll work on yeah, cool? that, I think that that was like their device and what's it called? The device yeah. intelligence or whatever. You're right. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really, I mean, we that's something we've all thought about. Even like when you're playing, that, that's it could be a great tool when you're planning a game, you know, just For like, sure. I need, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and sorry, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Yeah. So one thing they said is that, so unity analytics is like officially you know, out of beta. So it's, it's all, you know, available for every developer and it's integrated into unity. So there's no need to like download or integrate any SDK for it. But yeah, like you were saying, it's, it's something that I feel like you definitely want to use now, now that that tool is available to you, just that's like something that you shouldn't live without is as unity developers using that device intelligence feature and seeing what kind of, you know, what kind of device to target, what kind of hardware are you trying to target for your game? Um, Cause you're getting like millions of devices that they have, you know, stored in their Unity ecosystem that, or where the data is coming from. So you have a lot of information to pull off of and, you know, cater your game towards. I mean, so between that, so you have the, you have the analytics, you have the collaborate now, you, you combine that with the cloud build and then also the in-app purchase thing. That's like a whole, <laughs> they're making this Apple like wall, like walled garden thing, yeah, which is, yeah. I mean, it's all snuck up on us because we haven't really played with that much. And so we'll try to get into that and do some tutorials or get some videos out and us experimenting with that. But, it's neat. I mean, it's it, it, coming into as a beginner, and you, I mean, especially the app purchase thing. I mean, we've never talked about that before, but it handles all the stores. Yeah, like you know, you don't have to set up. It's just you know, you just you just do your Unity calls, and it'll handle the Google Play Store, it'll handle Apple, it'll Apple, Apple, and they do like Windows, and there's like a bunch of other ones like Samsung yeah. TV stores and. Yeah. Amazon, Amazon. Well, <laughs> yeah. Was it? You'd be surprised. Yeah. Look at that list. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, huh. that's crazy. 
Yeah. So yeah. very cool. The services thing is a neat thing. And I'm, I'm interested now. They, they piqued my interest. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. They also did a quick little thing right at the end of their keynote about this new division or that's been going on for a year, but they talked about this thing called unity labs. Um, and it was like, they were talking about this is for ideas that happen are going to happen three, five and 10 years from now. And, and this is in their little demo. They showed an example. I think we talked about it because I think unreal had a version of this first where they show like the in editor version of, you know, the editor engine where, um, where in, VR in editor version of it. So you can actually edit your game with the goggles on and be walking around your 3d roll and then like pull up a, a menu and like, I want a tree here. And so they basically had that, and they're, they said they work on all these other crazy things. I just couldn't help but think, these guys have an awesome job. Because mm. if, if they're not worried about stuff happening in 10 years, they're like, yeah, whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> it's like, so, but, the, <laughs> but the lab stuff looks pretty neat. So that, I just thought that was a, a cool mention. Check out that video if you have. They put out a couple. The big news I thought was the most interesting out of um, the keynote is – came in the end and it kind of it kind of talks speaks to the you know the the coalescing of this community and more and more people getting serious about it and like you guys work at an even bigger company that you know have teams and teams of unity people and this is inevitable in any kind of field of software they're gonna they're coming out with official certification programs for unity what do you guys yeah. think about that I mean, I think it's really good. I feel like I think it kind of puts a foothold for for a company like unity uh, you know that's Beyond budding now, it's they're really, really, really growing. Um, and like, like you said, it, it's something that becomes a standard for a lot of software developers and software, you know, software programs, software languages. Is to get certification that really bolsters, I guess, your appearance. And I guess uh, you know, as as a developer for any company that you may approve. And a lot, of, like you said, a lot of companies are starting to use uh, Unity, so it's gonna. And I think they, they, they've had, so it's going to be like the certification. They also have like, they're, they're introducing like an educational track or educational course. Courseware. Yeah, yeah. 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 For the certification, which is really interesting. I actually gave a look up or looked at their, uh, like some of the, the topics they would cover. And it, they really do go into detail about the engine. So it's like audio stuff, you know, art stuff. So even yeah, if, we yeah. have, we have a PDF. We'll put in the show notes. It's basically okay. the outline of what the, the test would be, right? The yeah, yeah. exam objectives. <clears throat> but the interesting thing is that we thought we were talking, Zach and Eduardo and I were talking at work about it. They have stuff in here that's not, I mean, of course it's all in-engine stuff, but they have stuff that's industry awareness. You oh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> differentiate production, product talent roles and responsibility, differentiate console hardware f- based by feature. That's and then true. They have like game design principles. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Game, game art principles. Yeah. Which is so employment preparedness, providing critique, define critique in the context of video game <laughs> development. It's like, well, fuck you. That's a. <laughs> but I, I think that's interesting. And at first, Zach, you said you didn't like that idea that was in this test, right? Yeah, because I mean, there might be people who aren't using Unity to make games. Like maybe they're just using it to make a like a, a interactable UI system for something else. So that might not apply. To, yeah. yeah, that might not apply to them. So <clears throat> I'm thinking um, just by you know going to the website and they see the different you know future tracks as well. They, they have like the one that we're talking about now is officially called like a certified developer, Unity certified developer. But they in the future they plan to have like yeah. Unity certified programmer, Unity certified artist, right. Unity certified expert. So expert. I think the develop. Yes, I think the, the the developer track I guess is more of the general thing, and I think. 
like whether you're doing like a visualization or architectural walkthrough in Unity, I think those are things that I think you'll be and, able to touch and cover in the developer track. That's what and, I'm assuming. And I bet yeah. those parts are pretty softball. Come on. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah. Define what a critique is. It's like, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you have to be like a project manager or some expert, technical director, or, you know, be an some expert these, in the These game art ones are a little weird, though. Explain the concept of unifying color. Who wants to yeah. go first? Somebody. Yeah. Explain the concept of <laughs> color to me. Whatever. I, just, I mean, I don't know, but to an artist, it may make sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to learn that. We got to learn yeah. this stuff. I mean, is that which one's that for? Is it just no, for this the, is for the general? Term? This is the general oh. developer one. Yeah, that's the only one they have now. This, <coughs> yeah, because so. general general is a bit of a. I mean, obviously, it's called general, and it is a bit uh, kind of a catch all. But there are so many subsystems in that environment that it's like you know to like try I to be wonder, an expert on all of those. Right. Wow. I wonder if there there's other ones like the professional, you no know, program professional. I wonder if you can just skip to those. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to do the programming one. I don't want to do this. Like, where this stands in the hierarchy. That's true. So, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like it's. it almost reminds me of, like, how Microsoft did their, um, what was it, the MySQL one. I think you have to do, like, the, the base level before you can move up to more but I wonder if that thing. I wonder if those are the base levels. Like, maybe those two are the base levels, and oh, then this is be. the generalized one, and then the experts above this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. We just have this one now, so we can't have no idea. And they didn't That's really... True imply yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly i wouldn't if i had to educate myself on some of those topics like unifying color or things like that i mean that'd be p- pretty cool because i mean as an engineer it's like i can work in a system for maybe lighting or something like that and start using colors but it would be nice to have a sort of a common um dialogue with an artist and be like oh when you say unifying color i know what you mean there and then i right. can go help implement shit you need because we're talking like about the same thing so that's true yeah this might be yeah now that we're putting it you guys are talking about it it might be like the second level to it <laughs> like the more it I might guess, be the consolidation like i am a developer because i am yeah, both of, you know exactly so it's, it's in the skill tree <clears throat> this is the next level up in that skill tree <laughs> and i was excited too just for that <laughs> just for their courseware because i mean we've all looked at unity tutorials before and like I, I'm a big fan of video tutorials, so I even go back and look at, big, like, go through old Unity things and, like, whether it be Linda or other sites. And the problem yeah. with some of those, they say the complete course, and you go through, and I was like, yeah, I just kind of learned a couple things. Yeah, I learned a game. I learned how to make some game. That's it. yeah, but I want to feel like <laughs> I want to feel like what do they think is comprehensive knowledge of the tool? Like, it's That's neat that they true. just here's 22 hours. When you go through this, you'll know all this. Like, so awesome, yeah, but, you to me people and Linda people are going to be so pissed. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. dang it, there goes my my, my lifeblood right there. Yeah, and I, and there, I don't know, there's no information. I don't, I mean, people, you guys didn't go to GDC. If you're at GDC, you could have, you got 50% off and you could have gotten certified there, like the first class Yeah, of people getting, but I don't know the price. So there's I think no it price is, it, well, the, the courseware the, or the thing. The uh, certification was, what, 250 if you had the... You know, if you went to it at GDC, so I'm assuming the price for the test is 500 now. Yeah, I wonder is that, but the courseware is separate too. So yeah, geez, I yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I requested a quote for five people. Yeah, there goes the organization. <laughs> yeah, but so, they also so, have uh, these talents for students. Right that's good. <laughs> what did you say, Edward? They have discounts for students, so and oh, yeah. we know that many of the uh, new developers in Unity are are students because they're. I mean, oh yeah, because they, they it's part of the education system. So like with Zach, yeah. your program specifically, they'd probably do something like this where you went through into Unity and you probably get certified at the end now. Right, they had this yeah. then. If you only have this then, Zach. 
Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, and like, and that. So, I think that's neat. It's a calling card. So, because games are hard, you know, we've all had experiences with you know coworkers. We're not going to name names of people that you come in all throughout. Where it's like it's hard sometimes to show. You can talk shop about it, but until you see somebody solve problems and do it or use Unity, you're like you don't know how good of a game developer they are. Sometimes it's a little bit different than straight up programming sometimes, you know? And so this is kind of neat because d- depending on the, the degrees of expert or difficulty in this, like somebody coming in, it's like, I'm a, you know, I'm a professional programmer. I'm an expert and I'm a developer. It's like, okay, awesome. Hired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It definitely, it definitely helps. Like, like you said, um, to, it helps to educate you to how much a candidate knows. It's like, you know, cause yeah, you can at least know that they know this tool set, you know, it's like, I'm looking for like, if I'm like in, interviewing engineers, it's like, you know, I want to make sure you have good engineering fundamentals, but it is definitely a big plus to be able to say, Oh, and I at least know, you know, our tool set that we'll be using. It's like, Oh yeah, you're a carpenter and you know how to use a saw. Awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Very cool. So we're, we're looking into it. I guess we got to get certified now, boys. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Our journey. Yeah. yeah, no one's going to listen. To us. Yeah, now we have to get a seal of approval. Yeah, they're like, if you guys aren't certified, I'm not listening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's set them up for some certifications. Let's see if I can. Yeah. <laughs> tell them we'll right, take the so, course and then tell everybody else about it. So. Yeah, maybe get a study guide. Hey, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Hey, yo. Debug. Well, maybe that's an idea we should said later, but that's fine. Keep going. Fix it in post. Yeah. All right. So that was the big Unity news. I didn't hear much. Of, I mean, that that was. I mean, certification was a big bomb drop. I wasn't even expecting that. So besides that, you know, it's neat two hour keynote. But there's also some being GDC and not just Unite. This is the game developer conference, so it's everybody. It's the big mecca during that week for all the game developers. Um, and of course, this being the year of VR, all the news is about VR. Right. And the big announcement, and the because we've gotten the announcement and the release date and the pre-orders of the Vive. Mm-hmm. Abina. Yeah, and it's the Vive. I'm got, with you now. I'm with you. <laughs> we've gotten the Oculus is coming out this month, right? Or it's out. It's March, right? It's some, whatever. Oh, yeah, you can order it. Like now. next week, I think. I think it comes out in March. So yeah. um but the the big one, the big like uh everybody has a little VR set, but the big hitter the PlayStation VR, uh, you know, formerly Project Morpheus had not had a release date or price or anything attached to it. And at their conference, they, they um, announced that it would be three ninety nine for the headset and it's coming out in October. Yeah, but mind actually, you, that's, yeah, yeah, that's just for the headset because it's really more about four ninety nine. Once you take into account, well, you better have the camera, and if you want the move controllers and stuff like that. Yeah, so, this is I mean, reviving the move controllers that nobody yeah, bought exactly. a long time ago. Thought those were gonna die. Guess what? <laughs> and so I, I, I mentioned to these to you guys to you guys offline about this is that when they first announced this, it felt like they were just like. PlayStation's like, me too, VR. And I was like, but at that time, this is like two years ago, the rumors of how much power is going to be needed to run like an Oculus. You know, it's like, how are they going to do that on a PS4? And so I always just a little bit skeptical about this idea. But we've seen the demos. They had it at Unite and they've had it at other places. And the demos look nice. I mean, I probably it's not going to look as good as a Vive or something, but they can scale down games, right? And do hit within their parameters. But now that this is coming out and now that, 
there, we live in this world because this might have been before the Vive, like the Vive and the Oculus and all these options we talked about the choice last time. This might be a great option if you just want to experiment as a consumer. I think this might be the gateway in because if you already have a PS4, what's you know maybe have a camera or something. Maybe I mean five hundred bucks and you're done. That's a pretty good proposition, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so do you know what the resolution on that is? I'm just curious because if they're pushing it on a PS4 oh, I don't know. I don't you know, know. versus. Say a higher end PC, yeah. Uh, and what I'm hoping, though, and again, I'm kind of, well. Actually, hold on, what is this here? Da, 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 da. Okay, <laughs> 1920 by 1080. All right, so 1080 <laughs> per eye. That's a, so. It's like a DK2 level. I don't know. I'm just a little worried that maybe the resolutions are going to be a little too low. And it's, if it's a bad VR experience, then that kind of turns a big market off of it. So well, I think DK2 is 1080 split. Well, yeah. actually, this might be what. I don't know. We'll see. This is very similar to the DK2, though, so we'll see. I mean, it's similar resolutions. We'll see, yeah. When they're not that far off, the Oculus, the release Oculus is 2160 by 1200. So. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not too different. Yeah, I, I think just, the games uh, are just going to be probably toned down a bit. <laughs> you know, maybe. I don't. Could be, yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, for the for the consumer, this might be how you get the world, you know, Facebook bought Oculus to try to get everybody into this, but nobody's going to, like, the casual person's not going to buy an Oculus, buy a $1,500 computer to go with it and all that stuff. But this might be, the because the, the PlayStation VR is the one that will be set up at Best Buy <laughs> to try, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I might, we need to get one. I have a PS4. I have a camera, too. I don't have those wands, though. <laughs> the wands. <laughs> the wizard wands. <laughs> Wizarding. All right, um, Oh, and they announced that Star Wars Battlefront will be in VR on the on that too. So he says casually, <laughs> casually. So hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing too, the the other big news was that Oculus, because it's coming out in two weeks, they finally announced their uh, um, launch lineup. Because I was a bit concerned that you can do whatever you want to, but it's, it could be like the Wii U. You launch it, and there's no good games on it. And who cares? Mm-hmm. So they have 30 games they're launching it with. Which I think is a big. That's good, right? That's, that's a large number. number, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that, that could be that could be interesting. So we'll definitely check that. I want to check out one of the new Oculus. We tried to. We were trying to track down how to order if you pre-order the DK2 kit, but I don't know. Anyways, and they had some other stuff. You know, GDC stuff. They had um. There's another Star Wars thing. I put a lot of Star Wars. I made the outline, so it's a bunch of Star Wars related. <laughs> they did. A, they had a cool demo that ILM put together. That was just like a virtual reality, like you know, journey or adventures on Tatooine or something. So, I mean, this is. I mean, I'm sure we'll see this at any other conference we go to this year. That is the year of VR. So, until it, it's going to succeed or fail, so I'm I'm interested to check in and see how that works and see how they actually these release units are i'm really hoping it takes off i mean it's it's been talked about for so long and i finally see an opportunity for it to actually be done right i don't know i just yeah. i really ho- i just personally really hope it works yeah no it's got to work or they will make it work <laughs> they're yeah. not going to to waste that we'll much package time. it in god damn it yeah, I, <laughs> I just feel like it's gonna move more towards ar though yeah well, I think AR will be for like day to day stuff, and not to get on a whole other topic, but, you know, because yeah, that, that, that's that's one of those things where I would totally love AR. And I wear glasses, and so oh, if that was glass. embedded in my glasses, that would be pretty cool if I could, you know, 
like identify faces because I'm old and forget and things like that. So yeah, <laughs> wake up, Ryan. <laughs> what? What's there? <laughs> Get out! Right Is now. it my feeding time? What's happening? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And so the last thing I want to talk about because it actually ties into our game of the week. Game of the week. I can't do it now. My voice is gone. Uh, is the IGF awards. I think I posted on our new Instagram account that I was watching those one night. And um, with the and the GDC awards, they always do the IGF and the GDC right after it. It's like on the Wednesday night of the GDC. Um, and it was surprising because it's funny. You can see how much Unity has infiltrated everything because every other award was basically a Unity game. <laughs> so seeing the what? IGF. Because yeah, Ori and the Blind um, Forest won. What did what? No, I was just saying when you were saying it's like it, Unity infiltrated the the games industry, and I think well, when I was listening to their keynote, he's like, uh, "What's his name?" Uh, Riccatelli was saying that you know Unity's has like a thirty percent is a thirty percent share of like the top something percent of grossing or top grossing games. I, well this, said. This, this, These are this hard stats. This stat is I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't know where I put that thing. But it was just it was a crazy amount. It's like over 60,000 games. It's like 30% of the top grossing games or something. Whatever. Point is, it, it they have and I feel like that should be said. And anyway, you find, you find that every day more and more games are made. It's like, oh, that's made oh, that's made at the Unity too because they used to be looking for those examples, and now they happen every week from like super yeah. hot. Um, but one of the big winners because it won this game won best narrative in the IGF, and then it won the Seamus McNally Grand Prize. Maybe we we'll try to get him on the show. Actually, this guy named Sam Barlow because um, last year we've already had last year's Seamus McNally winners on Alex Beecham and the Outer Wilds team. Um, and his and he also won the GDC best narrative. So the after you know the kids table leaves, we're, we're all independent too. So the IGF tids and it's like the Witcher three Call of Duty, you know. And he was nominated with Witcher three and other games for best narrative. He beat all those guys too. Um, so the game is called Her Story. And I don't know if you guys know anything about this game. Have you I seen anything? Or, no. It's really weird. It's like a weird simulation game where you 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 um you boot it up and it's just. It's like a Windows 3.1 desktop. It feels like it's like a desktop <laughs> and it has like a bin and has this weird little search. Uh, essentially, I guess it's like a detective's desktop and you have a program. There's only one. Pro- There's like a readme file and you run this program and it's like a search database of uh, evidence video. And the videos are these uh, interrogations with this woman. And like, and so you're just doing search terms and the, the, of her, like it comes up and she's like, you get, you kind of, you kind of would get the idea that her friend or husband died and they're talking to her about it. And it's really weird experience. Cause then she'll just mention some kind of place they went. And then, so you go in there and search for that keyword and new videos come up. And so that's the game. Like you just, you, you keep going through that and you keep actually finding more and more interesting that like, it's just you searching through videos and kind of putting together things and tagging ones. Like I want to keep that one. So it's like a mystery, like a murder mystery kind of thing. I haven't finished it yet. I just started, but people really actually like it a lot, but Check it out. It won the awards. You know, we've mentioned it before, maybe, but if you haven't yet, it's a good chance to. It's like ten dollars in Steam. It's Unity, so Get it. do it. In the meantime, if you want to send us any comments, criticisms, or suggestions, uh, you can go send them to the debuglog at gmail dot com. Uh, 
if you want to hang out with us on a day-to-day basis, uh, you can join our <laughs> private Facebook group called the Debug Lounge. Uh, that's where uh, developers invite them over. <laughs> yeah, just come over. No, they're going to invite us. Uh, to the we wedding, live at this remember? address. Yeah. <laughs> you can be at this address. Like what? 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 Yeah, no, um, way too close to mine. <laughs> Uh, that to join the Facebook group, just go to our website, thedebuglog.com, and you can uh, sign up for our newsletter, The Loop, and we will invite you to the group at that point. And we've talked, we have some, we have some cool discussions. We're talking about a possible new video series, short form interviews, and we have a discussion thread going on there. So join in, give your suggestions on that, and it's fun. And we got Uh-oh. Twitters and. What? Oh, yeah. Also, we're uh, we're going to be doing interviews. some uh, streaming. So if anybody wants to get in on that. Um, just send an uh, email to the debug log at gmail.com and we will uh, attempt to incorporate you in one of our streams. Yeah, I think we're going to, I think tentatively it's always like Friday, uh, Thursday nights, right? Thursday nights, yeah. Yeah, so do that. I think we had somebody try to join us last time. We can get it to work because, so we need to figure it out ahead of time and plan it. <laughs> yes. So that's the best way. So, all right, guys, that was good. GDC wrap up. All right. Well, until next time, my name's Andrew. I'm Albina. I'm Zach. I'm Ryan. And I'm Eduardo. See you later. Bye. Awkward goodbye.